Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everyone? It's that special time that's not worth anything. Welcome to Not Worth the Time. I'm Wade Taylor. As the intro already told you, repetitiveness, it's strong in the podcast game. Uh, welcome back, guys. It is just another lovely weekend, and I'm recording this. Just, I'm having a good one. Doing pretty well. Things are going well. It's the weekend that Avengers Infinity, or no, Avengers Endgame, whatever. There's so many fucking Avengers movies now. Like, I don't, I can't keep track of them anymore, you know? Eh, I guess whatever. At least it's almost over. They won't get a dime from me after I see this movie. 11 years I've put into this story arc and learning about where the whole thing's going. I'm done after this one. You can't impress me anymore after this. There's nothing that can possibly top it. Especially from some of the reactions I've seen online. It's apparently a very good movie. Of course, still some people who have a few problems with it, which is fine. It's valid. Nothing, Nothing's perfect. That's the thing. Is like I think everybody expects this to be the perfect movie. It's not. There's no such thing as a perfect movie. If the perfect movie, everybody in the fucking world would love it, and that's just never going to happen. Never will. There's religious people out there probably right now who think this is an abomination because you're worshiping them as gods because they're saving us when you should just be praying to that god or whatever they believe in, whichever God they believe in, but I'm excited for that, I got to thinking about superpowers lately, and I just remember having, you remember having that conversation with your friends all the time, asking like, oh man, what superpower would I have, um, if I was, you know, if I could have one, and, you know, everybody's always picking it, um, something that stuck with me for a long time, and just realized, made me realize how dumb I was as a kid, was, uh, when asking my dad about that, like I was like 10 at the time, and I remember asking him, like, Dad, what would you want your superpower to be? My dad looked at me and just went, I want my superpower to be that I can look at somebody while they're working out at the gym and absorb all the benefits of them working out, and it shows up on me. So my dad wanted to absorb and steal people's results that they were putting in at the gym and reap all the benefits from it, which... To be fair, that's pretty fucking baller. That's a genius move. Like, I'm like, I want to fly. But uh, not thinking about the longevity of that. Like, eventually, like, you know, from the impact of landing, my knees are going to get shot and, like, all that. If you, I'm sure if you actually uh, just absorb enough people's, like, uh, benefits from working out and stuff, you can jump over a building. No problem. Or jump on top of it, you know? It's like the ultimate box jump is jumping up a building after absorbing the results of everybody's things. You just have, like, rubber bands in your fucking calf muscles and your hamstrings. So you're just box jumping the Empire State. Just like, one, two, three. Now, uh, in your circuit training in PE class, doing the box jump that way, you're probably not going to get a lot of uh, the reps in in the 60 seconds of doing that. But you know what? Doesn't matter. You look cool. You were jumping on the roof of the school. <laughs> you t- you're just like, really? You want me to do this little bitch ass step up bo- box jump? <laughs> Watch this. I'm going out to the fucking football field and I'm going to jump up to the top bleacher. <laughs> Guy's got nothing on me. This physical education shit is bullshit. He's got like bowling ball uh, biceps 
from just watching people curl all the time. That's what would end up happening if somebody had that power. They wouldn't watch anybody do cardio because watching someone run sucks. <laughs> they're just watching somebody run and they're just like, and fuck this, this is boring. So they just go watch people curl so they could see them like curling mad weight and just crazy amounts of weight. You just watch the world's strongest man competition. You end up watching the wrong things, and then you start looking like people you don't want to. Watching the world's strongest man, and you got that, like, barrel gut that they get. Which I found out, I guess, they ha- that happens just by because of the sheer amount of weight they're lifting and, like, the way they're lifting. That their body has to, like, put it there to, like, combat that somehow. I don't understand the science. I don't fucking know the science. It wasn't worth my time reading about it. I just know I read that one fact, and I was like, it must be true. It's in front of me now. The words are on a screen. It's got to be real. Yeah. But I always thought that would be cool, being able to box, just absorb the benefits of working out. I guess you just watch the Tour de France, and you're just like, you get all the, like, you're just watching hundreds of bicyclers, just or cyclists. I shouldn't call them bicyclers. I'm sure that that sounds so so insulting to a giant people who's that's their profession. Oh, I'm a professional bicycler. That's why they call it cyclists because it sounds cooler. If you call them a bicyclist, it's <laughs> it sounds like something you'd say to like a uh, five year old. Like, oh, that's what we're gonna have you be for Halloween. We'll have you go around and be a professional bicyclist. It's so insulting. Uh, disrespectful. We're just watching hundreds of bicycle, or I almost did it again. Hundreds of cyclists racing around the French Alps, just going to town. I don't know if it goes through the French Alps. I'm assuming they do. I know they go through mountains, um, and you're just absorbing all of that. And then also you accidentally absorb some of uh, Lance Armstrong's uh steroids that he's been using or all the people's steroids because as we know now apparently everybody on the tour de france is definitely juicing i wonder if that's still a big deal because like ever since like lance armstrong like fell off nobody like i don't hear people talking about cycling anymore it's like uh you know that people talk about how nobody watches golf if tiger woods isn't playing um which is kind of true. I can get behind it a little bit, but it's not true because people still tune into the Masters all the time. Like, the Masters has been on ESPN and televised for years, and they wouldn't have had it on there if it wasn't profitable to begin with. Um, you know, there, and that was way before Tiger, I believe, too, if I'm right. I have the whole internet in front of me, but I'd rather just have a thing there for you guys to comment and bitch about and call me a fucking moron. So you search it, and then you tell me if I'm a moron in the comments or email us at punninggame at gmail.com and tell me I'm a moron because they, ESPN didn't have it. But back to my point is, like, um, people would say, like, Tiger brought the golf audience and made golf matter in this weird way. And I don't necessarily believe that. I believe the sport still does well even when he wasn't there for the short period of time he wasn't competing and or was competing and wasn't competing well. Um, but like cycling, nobody watches the Tour de France now. I even when Lance Armstrong was like 
the man and everybody was like is he gonna win the most is he gonna win it again and my you know and all this kind of shit and like that story like i i would check in on espn highlights but i don't remember what tuning in to watch the whole thing like like i actually sit down and watch whole golf events i have forever and that's also coming from a biased standpoint of the fact that i grew up in the golf world uh with my dad being like a club professional but um that's just where it's at and that's like i like watching it it's an interesting strategic thing there's nothing interesting about watching somebody run a ride a bike up a hill now there is the strategy of like how they have the teams and they'll like cut the wind and all that kind of stuff but like doing that like there like you can all you have to do is read about the strategy they did you're just like okay then you know what they did watching them do it isn't entertaining in that aspect i don't understand that whereas like golf you have to hit a cut around a tree in in order to or and choose whether to lay up that shot or actually try to hit a cut hard enough to land it on the green that's a 180 yard shot out um and you only have a small window to get through you have to come up with that plan watch them talk look and analyze and make the decision and then actually perform that decision in one movement so it, there's just a lot more to it, and I get it. It's not for everybody. It's like people who or I, like chess isn't for everybody. I couldn't watch somebody play chess, but I'm sure there's people who are fucking obsessed with watching professional chess and uh, watching them do the shots they do. You know, I watch. I like watching the pool stuff too. Same kind of thing, figuring out how th- they're gonna take that shot. It like, and I don't understand pool at all. Well, I understand, like, the basic rules and stuff like that, but, like, the geometry of it and uh, the execution of shots, to me, is so difficult. I feel like pool's more difficult than golf, personally, but uh, that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. That's what this whole podcast is about, guys. So, with that being done, well, you know what? We're going to hop into the stuff I found over this week, and like always... I'm forgetting to mention this. You can find all the links to all the stuff I look at during the week, except the misconnections, in the description down below. I about threw up in my mouth there. Also, um, in the links down below, you can find my Instagram, my Twitter, uh, the link to the website, punninggame.com. Now you can also find the link to our Teespring website store, which now has merch, y'all. We got merch. So you want to go check that out. That's And I'll just tell you that right now. That's teespring.com slash stores slash punning game. And go pick yourself up a not worth the time shirt. Yeah. Or hoodie. Woo. Anyway, enough with the plug-in. Let's go here. Uh, the first thing I found this week, I have a interesting little ditty here. Uh, it is 19 things you didn't know about librarians. Now, I initially picked this because I thought it said 19 things you didn't know about libraries. And I was like, sweet. I bet you there's some cool little hidden tricks that are how I can get, like, cool free shit at the library. Because, you know, they're all government ran and all this stuff. So, I'm sure there's, like, a, <laughs> I was thinking there was, like, a secret McDonald's menu at the library. <laughs> like, hey, if you go, like, knock on the librarian's desk, like, in a certain sequence, they have to give you the porn that's been donated to them. <laughs> it's there. You just got to know the right way to ask for it. 
But it turns out the library doesn't have a secret menu. They only they have uh, 19 secrets for public librarians that you didn't know about them. Number one, that you in order to be a librarian, you need at least a master's degree to get the job. That's fucking crazy. So you have to go, what is it? A master's degree is six years of school, at least minimum, if you actually get your uh, bachelor's degree in... Um, in four years, unlike me, where it took five. So stupid. I had to make that victory lap, yo. So you need a master's degree to be that. That's interesting. Um, also, by the way, if you, uh, you're looking for a career, apparently they need librarians. The demand is increasing. That's number two. I didn't know that was a secret, but now I guess it is it, or just isn't uh, put out there. Oh, this is crazy. You can ask a librarian to help you fill out your taxes. So not only are they knowledgeable in the Dewey Decimal System, they also know how to operate those uh, W-2s and shit like that, you know? They're trying to get down on that 5W-10. <laughs> That's a type of oil. That's not a tax form at all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe mechanics sometimes, like, if they're filling out their taxes, might get confused. They think they're talking about oil sometimes. The numbers kind of blend together after a while. There's only so many sequences. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, let's see here. What else we got here? We got 19, but I'm not going to go through all of them. Let's see here. Librarians love helping settle a bet. Okay. Um, let's read this one. There's like a little thing here. Uh, I love when someone musters up the courage to ask me a question. This is also like partially an interview along with this. So, um, this is a quote from the person they're interviewing. Um, I love when someone musters up the courage to ask me a question and we can go back and forth to make sure I connect them to the right resources. When someone comes in nervous, expecting us to be mean, then they tell me, "You guys are so nice. I didn't know you had ebooks." But uh, favorite thing is getting a call on the phone, reference desk from her from a sports bar where two buddies are arguing over a player stats. I'm like, "This is great. I'm ca you're calling the library to settle a bet." <laughs> Okay, uh, the, hold on. I didn't. I, I haven't. This is on mental floss, and uh, I didn't. Sh this okay. This article was written April thirteenth, two thousand eighteen. Who the fuck is calling their local library in two thousand eighteen, or even like seventeen? Probably when this happened, asking to, like them for a statistic. Holy shit, dude! Everybody's got a cell phone now. You know, there's only one scenario where that happened. That's where two old, old, old dudes who are just the town bar hounds now. They're just always down there drinking beer. And they watch every fucking baseball game of their favorite team at that bar every day now. Because they're retired. They don't give a shit. Those dudes are the only people who don't have smartphones. Or they have them and they don't know how to use them anymore. My poor grandfather, I feel so bad for him. He's got one of those smartphones now. And that, he just uses it to call me or my dad or, like, my uncles and stuff like that. It's not, He doesn't need anything fancy. But they don't make flip phones that, like, work for him, which sucks. Because, like, flip phones for him, like, he's 
fucking worked in carpentry and worked on apartments. His fucking fingers are so giant from, like, jamming them and stuff like that. Now, like, you can't click the little circle to navigate down to select things. So it's, like, one of those shitty things. But, like, that, they that's the only situation where you don't have a smartphone and uh, you you can't do anything with it. It sucks. Whatever, though. Uh, that just blows my mind. <laughs> Somebody's calling your local librarian. Hey, I got a question. I have a bet with my friend about uh, if the woman has, if it's fallopian tubes or tube. I'm pretty sure it's singular. <laughs> They're calling, calling the librarian. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? If they like settling bets and looking up information, if you're calling, they're calling them on the phone, I'm going to start calling them to go look up medical diseases, like symptoms for me. <laughs> They're going to become the new WebMD. Guys, that's what we got to do. You want to know what some kind of weird uh, bump or symptom you have is might be, you go call your local librarian and have them research it for you because apparently they love it and they are willing and waiting for your calls to help you out. Holy shit, dude. That's fucking fantastic. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's an obvious one. Uh, often depend, uh, their jobs often depend on taxes. Yeah, because they're government regulated buildings by the local tax, uh, by the local municipalities. Like that's, yeah, no shit. It's run by taxes. I don't, that's not a secret. Um, see, these are more like things that like happen to them. Uh, than it is about secrets about them. This is just like how I feel about certain things that have interacted with me and stuff like that. Like, oh, here's number eight. Uh, librarian stereotypes from pop culture make them roll their eyes. Oh, you don't like stereotypes about you? Huh. That's like me not liking the stereotype that I'm going to walk on stage and be like, so what's the deal with? Yeah, I understand that. Nobody likes that. But you know why that's a betrayal? Because it probably happens more often than you think. And whatever. Who knows? Uh, let's see here. Oh, what? What? This is probably the last one we covered of this, but this is, a, this is a bomb drop. They wish you wouldn't use bacon as bookmarks. Wow. Putting fucking bacon as a bookmark is hilarious prank if it's in a law enforcement book. <laughs> you just put it inside like a law, your state legislative law books. Like you're just putting bacon inside there. So like uh, people who are studying at the academy have to go there because for some reason they don't look up the laws online, which are probably more up to date than what's in that book. And then just go there and they just find strips of bacon <laughs> inside it. Damn it, I just wanted to learn the laws of speeding and what can and can't be done. Also, wanted to know if I did have to get a warrant to wiretap. I mean, the Fed doesn't, but maybe I do. FBI could go about it all they want, but I figure I can wiretap my ex-wife's phone as long as I'm a police officer. <laughs> Man, I'm all over the place today. Oh, man, that was great, though. I rambled on a lot earlier, so I might run this podcast a little long today. Um, but we'll get we'll see what happens. Um, well, the next thing I found is body language clues. They're a dead giveaway 
that someone is stressed. Um, let's see here. Like it, that's a that that feels like a recurring topic I find uh, on this show is like things about stress or productivity and things of that nature. Um, you know, they're just there are different things that definitely. This thing breaks down to some of the normal things you see, but this also has some tips, which is nice. That's why I like this one. Um, like, uh, you know, the normal, like, things that people stress out, like, hunched over, looking around, not making eye contact, or, like, just, uh, jitteriness, like, that, like, that's a sign that you're stressed out. You know what it's like being stressed out. You can spot it. You can be like, <laughs> you've seen the person at work, I'll just put their hands in their face, and just like, fuck, man, they are losing it right now. We've all been there. It happens. Um, but this has some like exercises um, for posture and improving your breathing. That's like some things that can really help. Um, oh, like it tells you how to do a locust pose in this, I guess. That's it. Man, uh, this was a lot less uh, cool than I thought. Or a lot less uh, things in here. Uh, shallow breath is highly culpable in body fight or flight response, increasing production in stress hormones. Oh, so like slow breathe, huh? So like if you're breathing super quick on stuff all the time, it can increase your stress hormone, causing you to want to uh, fight or flight. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's hmm. Uh, can cause carcin of negative effects on other systems of the body like blood sugar um, desaturation uh, hormone imbalance and muscular skeletal pain that's something I bet yeah I, I think that's probably like half the time like when I feel fuck, fucking stressed out of my mind and stuff it's definitely be like I feel it in my bones so like that's a real thing there's a reason that's a sane so uh, well, I'm going to move on. There's a thing in here if you want to learn about the locust position, if you want to do. But this other article I found is just an interesting one about, like, productivity with apps uh, or produ new productivity productivity apps. Is it productivity or productivity? Productivity. I'm going to go with that one. Uh, learning how to pronounce words in the middle of a podcast. But these are like 25 of the best new apps, I guess, of 2019. That'll help you be more productive. Um, so, like, there's one called Time Saver. Um, or Time Savers. This is, like, all the categories of them. There's one called NATO, which, like, you can email yourself. Which uh, makes sense. Like, you just use it as, like, a notepad. Because, like, email isn't really a... It is a way of communicating, but it's also, like, a way of just sending yourself shit. I know I use that constantly. I send myself articles or whatever to my email if I don't have time to look at them and then it's just there and I can always go check it out um oh there's a nice little scheduler app in here scheduling your calendar events uh woven w-o-v-e-n helps you break down the cycle by letting you segment time that invitees can choose from Oh, okay, so you can actually send this out and show people and stuff. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, bu 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 bu. Email enhancers. Okay, yeah, just normal stuff like that. Uh, concentration boosters. This is one thing I was just fucking around with on before I got on the podcast is, like, uh, 
uh, doing stuff with uh, limiting my screen time. And I really want to start limiting that. Is uh, and I've started uh, looking into like the apps or like the features that are now in the new iOS um, little like app app screen or screen time stuff. But what I don't like about the iPhone one is like you can't just limit apps. You have to do like the categorization of them. Like you can. If you want to set like the downtime thing where it's like, hey, you can't look at your phone at this time, you can pick which apps are still available during downtime stuff, but you can't like just like, hey, I want to limit my time I can use on these certain apps. You can't limit certain just singular apps. Like I can't just go in and be like, oh, Instagram, I only am allowed an hour time at this point or an hour every week or something like that, you know, or it's, it's, that's what bothers me is like, I want to have, give certain apps, certain like time restrictions. Cause I think that would help me personally. Like an hour on Instagram a week is more than enough than uh, more than what you need. Like if you're spending more than an hour a week on Instagram, that's too fucking much. You're getting overwhelmed with bullshit guys. Um, but like, yeah, there's, there's different like concentration boosters. So like putting that, those restrictions on your phone, that's one thing it talks about image improvers. So there's, oh, wow. There's all these different, I guess, like different, uh, things to make your, make your photos better. Like, do you, are you an amateur photographer like every other person? Well, here's some free shit to get you to do stuff on them. Uh, audio visual enhancers. Hmm. Interesting. No more noises, screaming kids. Okay. Oh, cool. So you can use things to boost your conference calls and stuff like that. That's pretty fucking handy. Oh, man. It's already that time of the podcast? Fuck. Woo, we're just cooking today. Well, guys, you know what that sound means, and it means it's time for Misconnections. God damn it, I love Misconnections. It's so fun. Uh, this week, we're in North Carolina in the great town of Charlotte. Uh, shout out to Tommy O'Neill, a local Des Moines comedian who moved out there and is now doing shit out in the Charlotte area. Go check him out if you're in the Charlotte area. Tommy O'Neill, he's hilarious. Um, This one is titled Goddess in Walmart, and guys... With, as we've learned over the 30 episodes we've been doing this, uh, if you put the word goddess in there, it's probably going to be pretty good. And if it says Walmart in there, we just struck <laughs> Miss Connections gold. So here we go. Also, no periods <laughs> in this. Fucking fantastic. All right. I saw you standing next to the Mr. Clean scrubbing erasers in the Walmart. Dang. That way you know she's cleanly. She keeps that house clean. You want her to scrub the memory. This guy wants her to scrub the memory of his ex-girlfriend out of his head. That's why he's hanging out in the Mr. Clean Imagine Racer aisle. Um, you just looked so radiant and gorgeous with your long flowing hair. Yeah, she looked radiant and gorgeous because she made sure her house is spotless. I imagine this person, even though they're at Walmart, lives in one of those modern apartments where it's like all stainless steel, white or off grays, <laughs> everything. Like there's no real color or emotion to anything. <laughs> you resemble the beautiful goddess. Ooh, putting her on the pedestal. 
uh, we made eye contact for a split second, and I swear I saw something in your blue eyes. <laughs> I saw an ocean deep, deep in there, a killer shark that was going to eat my soul. That's not what it says, but <laughs> that's what he should have said. <laughs> uh, an eternal god. An eternal goddess couldn't, could not fall for such a man like me. If you were, were the pretty lady in the cleaning supply aisle uh, at the Walmart, what happened to goddess? Pretty lady? Now you're just backpedaling, bro. So, so you hit her with all these compliments, and then you give her one little dig at the end. I see what you did there at the uh, Walmart. Please respond. Uh, respond, I was the man in the gray fedora. Please, 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 oh, God. Now it all makes sense. See, you guys, this is why you got to read to the end. Gray fedora. Only people who wear fedoras are going to speak this way. Like, it, there used to be people who wore fedoras talk like gangsters. Like, nah, see, I'm going to go down to the, I'm going to go down to the speakeasy. And if Topsy's there, I'm going to fucking blow his fucking brains out because he scooped me out of the last shipment of booze we brought down there. Nah, see. That's what people in fedoras used to sound like. Or, uh, you know, they just sound, you know, whatever. They sound like Wall Street businessmen from back in the day. That's what they used to sound like. If you wear a fedora in 2019, you talk like a creepy dork. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to make everything D&D references by making people goddesses and warriors and goblins and shit like that. <laughs> the fedora is the mark of somebody who's going to say some shit to you that's going to make you go, nobody talks like that. Where are you picking this up? You're, you're trying to sound different in substitute of a personality. And let me tell you something. Your hobbies and stuff like that and liking that stuff can be a somewhat of a personality. But this is a terrible way to add on to that. This is not... This is, You're not a phone, bro. You aren't like one of those Motorola modular phones where you just can put these add-ons on. You can't... You can't put the camera on and also have the extra battery pack because those things don't mesh together. They're just going to be bulky and annoying, and you're just going to piss people off, and nobody wants that in their pocket. It's a terrible analogy, but that's how we're going to do able to play this podcast. Guys, I got some shows coming up, and I know some of you, some of you, hopefully all of you, would love to come see me do some stand-up. I would love you to come see. I would love for you guys to come watch me do stand up. Uh, May eighth, it's a Wednesday in Ames, Iowa. I will be at Mother's Pub uh, at eight thirty p.m. There's a live comedy show there. You definitely want to come check it out. So many great comics on. They got Dan Umthin, Jack Lewis, Justin Bolver, Matt Banwart, myself. It's gonna be a great time. Lots of fun to be had there. So definitely come check that out if you're gonna be in Ames. Um, I will be going on tour here soon. I don't have the specific times, um, but I do have the dates, so I can at least give you those. So, uh, Monday, May 13th, I will be in Madison, Wisconsin at the Normand Pub. Uh, Tuesday, May 14th, I'll be at Snooker's uh, Princeton 2. Um, that's in Madison as well, I believe. Um, then Wednesday, uh, the May 15th, I'll be at 1949 Tavern in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, Friday, uh, May 
uh, that'd be the 17th. Sorry, I'm looking at two different things here. Uh, Friday, May 17th, I'll be at the East End Baristo and Pub in Cleveland, Ohio. And then Saturday, the 18th, I will be in Pittsburgh at the Burning Bridge Comedy Club. So come check those out. Um, I, once I get the times and stuff like that, I'll be sure if you follow me on social media, you'll definitely see some posts about all that kind of stuff coming up. Um, and if you probably listen to any of my other podcasts, you'll definitely, uh, hear me talk about it on there. Specifically who gives F podcast, which can be found at punggame.com along with all of our other great content. We, we got this show every other Monday on Tuesdays. We have the Grove podcast hosted by Joshua Gladstone and Matt Lamb. And we also have Wednesdays, Who Gives F Podcast, which you should be listening to. It's a fantastic program with myself and my older brother, Nathan. And then Thursdays, we have Monster Jamboree Podcast um, every Thursday. Uh, And then if you really want some video game playing, hardcore, let's play action, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you can check out Fun Pung Gaming. Wednesdays is Jake's new show, Late Night Game with Jake. Check that out if you want to get on top of that. Um, and if you want some merch, guys, like I said earlier, teespring.com slash stores slash punning game. Link will be in the description down below. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Not Worth the Time. I've been Wade Taylor. And remember, don't fucking wear fedoras.